Up next, installing a PVC deck. Welcome to the Handy Guys Podcast, a podcast for handy guys from handy guys. Here are the handy guys themselves, Brian and Paul. So, Brian, um, last year we featured your ePay deck. Yes. And it uh, looks nice, turned out well, and it was built on your own back, right? 90-some percent of it was, yes. <laughs> All right. So I took a different tack this year. I went with uh, man-made materials and other men, <laughs> the builder. <laughs> right. so, so, yeah. So why did, you, why did you do that, Paul? I mean, why versus building it yourself? What was the decision-making process there? Well, we'll talk about that after we provide our contact information. Uh, you yes. can go to our website, handyguyspodcast.com, and use our contact form. You can see us on Twitter at handyguys and on Facebook at... We are facebook.com slash thehandyguys. Right. All right. So, Brian, let's talk about it. So, there's a couple things that went into my decision to build a deck, and we've talked about decking materials before, but I don't know if we ever covered cellular PVC decking material. Right. I think we mentioned it. We looked at it. We were at the uh, Builder Show a couple years ago. We saw PVC all the way through that PV that thinner PVC stuff. I think. Right. But we saw some stuff at the AZAC booth. I remember specifically. You're right. Okay. Yeah, the cellular PVC. So first, let's talk about why I didn't do it myself. Yeah. I didn't want to. (laughs) I mean, there's no real. uh, And also, it's a walkout deck. So it's, you're always walk, work, you know, it's a little bit more complicated. You're working up higher. Yeah, you're working up higher. So it's harder to get going. I mean, I had to tear down the old one. Um, I probably could have, you could do most of that, but it's easier to have a second person at least get it started with the, when it's an, you know, overhead deck. Right. You have nothing to lay the boards down. And it's nice to have a second person. So, um, and I just didn't want to do it. I just uh, (laughs) didn't want to have it. I I knew if I hired it out to the right company, it could be done in about a week and I wouldn't hurt my back. It's already a mess right now. Right. So, and you got more time to do these podcasts yeah, and, uh, there you go. and all the other stuff we're doing. Exactly. So let's talk about, first of all, I want to talk about my contractor. Okay. How did you find him? Um, word of mouth. Okay. So the contractor that built my deck also built three out of the, uh, on my block, there are six homes and uh, of those six, oh, so five already had either decks or patios or something. And three of those five were built by this contractor. Did you do what we usually recommend, get multiple quotes and estimates and, and so forth? I always, always recommend that to get two or three quotes. Okay. I did not. <laughs> <laughs> so I was so confident in this um, builder and knew their reputation, knew their cost structures, and knew, and had seen their work. I can just walk over to these two or three homes, these three homes, and see it. I know exactly what I was getting. Okay. And really, there there wasn't a lot of room to go a lot cheaper or, you know, I might find different materials and things like that from other contractors, but I knew what I was getting, so I actually did not. Okay. <laughs> um, the other unique thing about this contractor is that they're mostly uh, Amish That's builders. Right. So is the owner an Amish or yes. is the uh, – because I know most of the workers are, not all of them, but most Yeah, are. so most are Amish. Um and uh, they, I think uh, we'll put their URL on our website, but they have a couple of URLs. One is Dex R Us, 
LLC.com. And the other one is something like Amish Deck Builders, I think it is. Okay. So they sort of, they promote that. And uh, I was uh, impressed not only – I was impressed by a couple things. So I knew what I was getting. I, I saw the other work. I knew it was going to be a pretty decent job. So the, here's what you do when you build a deck. You have to design it somehow, right? Right, right. And I had no idea. <laughs> I shouldn't say no idea, but I really didn't have a good feel for size, where I wanted what. And so what I did is I called this company. I figured, well, we'll get things started. And if we're not comfortable with the plan they propose or if they can't help us, we'll go somewhere else or we'll find an you know architect or something like that right. to help design a deck. Now, I suppose if we wanted a really, really fancy deck, you m- might want to look at a landscape architect or a deck architect or some sort of builder. But I, I didn't think I needed something super complex. And I thought a lot of these deck builders, if that's all they do, they have – They've done it so many times. They right. have a good feel for the size of your house. Okay, here's 10 different styles we can recommend. Okay. And sure enough, John Stoltzfus, who's the owner of the company, came out when uh, back in March. And he sat down with us and had a book that had uh, all kinds of styles and Were designs. They pictures of work that they had exactly. done previously? All at first, I thought it was just like a style book of just decks around the world, nice decks. But it would, these were just decks they had built. Because at one point, I was half joking, half serious, saying we were considering a uh, a screened-in deck, uh-huh. which is, you know, require a roof and, and all that. And uh, he said, oh, here, we did one. And he turned to the page where he had some screened-in decks and things like that. So they really had a lot of examples. And we looked at that. And there were so many samples that we could see that we didn't really need, feel like at that point we were almost overwhelmed. So he then helped steer us in some different ideas and where we wanted to put the steps and and how big the deck and how to and whether we wanted some bump outs or things to make it look a little more interesting and not just like a rectangle. So okay. it really went fast. It was quite easy. Um, so you kind of looked at a shape first. You exactly. got a sense of your layout and you said, oh, there's one similar to what I want. That would work for us. And then you took that, and then you started talking materials, presumably. Exactly. So, you know, he – yeah, exactly. They they recommended different things, and, and we weren't all that picky, but we had to figure out kind of where we wanted to put tables and chairs and whether we wanted right. to have a seating area and what the sizes you need for those sorts of things. And they were easily able to help us with that. So the design part was actually quite fast. Um, I I wanted it a little bit bigger than our initial, you know, written on the side, written on graph paper. He drew it up something, an example for us right there on the spot. Okay. And I think after he left, we said we'd like to go once I got out there and kind of paste it off a few feet more in one direction, and it was no problem. So we were good to go. And uh, as far as materials go, we were already thinking a non-wood, easy-to-maintain product, and he only um, – he, they only build, I, th- I think they only use, I could be wrong on this, but they generally use AZEC PVC cellular decking or another company, I think it's Solstice, uh, that they will install. Yeah, I've heard of that one. And they st- either don't ins- do not install at all or they just steer you, you know, don't install often the uh, composite decking anymore. And it was just, I think they were having too many problems with stains and decks not holding up. And that sort of thing. Right. I know we've talked about problems with composites. And and in fairness to the manufacturers, those problems are probably all resolved. They were in They're the early better, iterations yeah. of the composites. Right. But it's still it's still a concern in, in my mind. You're 
a composite is essentially wood fiber, sawdust, essentially, with uh, some kind of a binding agent. Yeah. And the ones that I've seen that have failed, they're, they're flaking or they're swelling because they get water in them and they swell up like a sponge. So you'll never have that with a, a pure PVC product like you got. Yes, yeah, the cellular PVC is kind of uh, it's kind of a veneer on the outside. It's kind of has a, a a thin outer layer that is really almost like a vinyl siding. It feels like it on your right. if you have vinyl siding. And that's in your what house. they put the texture and the color exactly. In. And then, but you still have a yep. solid PVC right. right core to it. Exactly. So there's a core. And uh, I hope to do a video soon on that, and we'll show a sample piece of what it looks like, uh, cut a cut piece. And uh, so the advantages are that it holds up really well to staining. Right. Uh, you can wash it if you get a stain. You can, you can, you know, you have to be careful on how you clean it. But you can use degreasers on it if you have a, a grease stain, for instance. Um, and you can clean it with uh, – uh, what did what I tell you that TSP? Yeah, you can make your own deck cleaner, like a TSP and bleach, which we've talked about on sure. previous episodes. Mm-hmm. You can use, use that, that to for clean siding it. and stuff like that. You but, can yeah. um, you can even use. Uh, they say that you can use if you have snow on it. You can use various rock salt on it, but I would and be nice careful with that and stuff like that. <laughs> that makes me nervous. But right, probably the worst thing you could do is take a, a metal edged right. snow shovel to it. Exactly, you wouldn't want to do that. You'd want to use a plastic shovel. But, but you know, if you've got a foot or two of snow out there. I just figure you leave it, right? You just leave it, right? You Why might, are you shoveling your deck? If right? you needed it to get, maybe if it was, uh, you needed a path, like when I, in my old house, to get to my garage, I had to go across right, the deck. Right, right. But I wouldn't shovel the whole thing. I'd just, yeah. just let it melt and let it be. So yeah. you're right. Um, yeah, in your case, in your old house where you had to go out to your garage, that's different. Right. So anyway, it holds up really good and it looks pretty good. It, it really looks similar to other composite decks. I mean, it looks like what it is. It's an right. accepted look, right? If you look at my house, you don't, no one is fooled into believing that, oh, it's a nice wood siding house. No, right. Everyone it's knows. It's vinyl siding with a wood grain imprint, right? <laughs> right. There's no fooling anyone, right? Right. But it's also accepted. Like, that's a decent looking house, right? right We've right. learned to accept it. If you, sure. if you threw it in, in 1955, a house like that, they might look at it and be like, what in the world? But, you know, one of <laughs> my biggest complaints about the not about the man-made materials in your decks is usually around the railing system because the railing mm. systems you know that stuff flexes and it bows right. and and everything and when you had yours installed they had the the closer joist spacing right so it feels solid underfoot and for your railings you didn't use the cellular pvc you used a powder-coated aluminum. Yeah, exactly. And that is a really substantial, solid feel railing system, and it looks nice, and it gives some architectural detail to the whole thing. Right. It definitely helps. It improves. And, and I like also how they, on the skirt boards or on the side, are those called skirt boards or whatever? They, If yeah. you look from the outside of the deck, everything is, all of the pressure-treated beams are covered. You don't see them you don't see the around the outside. Treated, right? and, uh, That's nice. Uh, so, but let's talk a little bit about the design of this deck because, uh, and also how they build it. it it's amazing, Brian. <laughs> all right, so I talked a little bit about the contractor, okay? Right, right. Decks are us. They're not paying me anything. I paid them, all right, for this right. deck. You paid so, them a pretty penny. We're, they're imagine. not advertising on this or right. anything. And if you're outside the Pennsylvania, eastern Pennsylvania, it's not going to do you any good because you, they're, they're local or regional at right. least. But 
here's some things that they did that if you're looking for a contractor, make sure they do this. Um, a couple things. One, I asked, this is something I did. I asked for the support posts to be on concrete. So for to have poured concrete footers instead right. of the posts going into the ground. Now, I will say they wouldn't have done it that way unless I, I asked them, I don't think. Right. Because uh, the neighbors have them go right into the ground. On the other hand, the old posts that came out of my old deck, I had a real small deck. When they pulled them out of the ground, they didn't look all that rotted and they're 10 years old. So I don't know, take it or leave it. Um so the other thing is they are amazing because the reason the deck went up so fast and it was about five working days. They started on a Thursday. They worked Thursday, Friday, and all day Saturday. Then Monday, Tuesday, July 4th was a holiday. It was basically done. They had to come back for two minor things. Okay. But they had it done. And a lot of the reason it went so fast is, one, they always had at least three workers on site, and on Saturday they had five, and they had one or two walk-behind bobcats on site okay. at all times. So when they were doing cement and other things, moving dirt off site, mm-hmm. they, they had great equipment. And by the way, they asked me, do you want any of the dirt? And I'm first thinking, what dirt? And I realized, oh, there's got to be a lot of dirt from all the footers. Right, right. And I, and I looked, I'm like, oh, there was a lot of dirt. I said, no, I don't want the dirt. And they, and they said, well, some people want it, you know, use the dirt somewhere. I said, no. And so they started taking it away every day. They would take a, most of it. And they just load it up in a truck? Yeah, they would put they it go. on their flatbed trailer using the Bobcats. So when they were done, I don't have, it's great. It's like you hardly even know that other than there's no grass under the deck where they were digging things up. It's, right. <laughs> it's hard to believe that all this work was going on. You know, they left a lawn that's not all chewed up and right, beat up. Right. Now, that it, it helped that it hasn't rained much, and so they could drive on the grass and not Not make, be sinking in the mud yeah. or anything like that. So the other thing they did, so they cleaned up amazingly well. They had... Not only all the tools as far as bobcats, they had, well, you saw them. They had yeah. every possible cordless tool ever made and deck tool powered or cordless and a generator. Uh, yeah, to, they brought their own power. Yeah, right? they had their own power. They could. They had access to my house as well, but they also had their own and compressor and trucks. Now, your wife put out coffee and Danish for them. Yeah, did, absolutely. Did she yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We t- tried to take care of them because it was 95 degrees or something or 90 degrees every day. It was really hot. And... Uh, they just did really well out there. So the other thing is they prefabricated certain things. So they would come in. I have a two-level stair staircase. Right. Your stairs go down and then has a landing and turns and goes right. down again. The landing was pre-built. The, each section of that staircase, they came on site with it pre-built. So now it took a while for them to get it all connected. I was watching mm-hmm. them, and they were really sweating to get it all in place and get it right and adjusted and, and bolted down. But still, they didn't have to build it. It was just to uh, get it up there. And all of a sudden, I have a staircase. It was amazing how fast right, that right. went up. So they must have uh, had a uh, – how, how do you think they did that? Did they draw out a detailed plan and then have that done in their shop by, by some of their – workers there or did they have well sections like they said okay we know it's going to be six steps and a four by four landing and six steps therefore uh i we think, just pick that up out of the warehouse i think they had the the plans um already you know they had drawings and everything but my guess is because of the way they ground slopes you're never exactly sure right. the steps. my guess is they prefab that during the week at night or you know when or they got had back, other guys back or at the someone shop. else yeah 
Like I, they are so well organized, and this isn't their only crew. I, I don't think. I think they have multiple crews that are all out working decks, and they work together well. That's why they could have extra guys one day, and then a different right. guy another day. They move guys around, and they're all. They, they, Brian, they will not. If you ask them, I was joking with them. What was it? Um, oh, I was saying something about pavers. Or, hey, can you put in a paver patio underneath? I right, got, right. Because they left it nice and open underneath. With and I and I was joking with them. They're like, No, no, we don't do that. We don't. <laughs> we don't get into that. And th- this is the truth. They build decks. That's what they do. That's all they do. And they focus on that. And they got an awesome system, Brian. When the last day, you know, you have callbacks often. You miss something. You got to call right, back. Right. They had their own callbacks. They told us, oh, by the way, there's a nick on one of the uh, railings and one of the lights is out on the steps because I got built-in lighting, which I also right. should talk about. Also prefabbed. That came in on the steps, by the way, that they yeah, prefabbed. Yeah. All the lights were in. The wiring was done. Um, when they brought in their posts, I think the wiring was all done. But when I they came back um, a couple days later, they said, we'll be back on whatever, Friday, a few days after the deck was done. They were there. 8.30 to fix these two things. And it was a different crew, a oh, different yeah? guy. And he was, you could tell he was getting ready to start a new project. He had his truck. He had the big flatbed. They had all of the lumber all stacked neatly. All of the- So uh, he was on his way to PVC another job. cellular all stacked neatly. All, everything lashed down neat. You could tell they have like a system. You get it. Look, oh, the Bobcat all on there stacked. Right. Everything just exactly placed how the first day of my job. Right. They have a system. You start a deck. It's 400 square feet, whatever. Here's how much wood. Here's lumber. Bam, bam. Here's your bobcat. Put it on. Wrap it up. And they may even have a different crew that does all right. that for the workers. I mean, you could just sure. tell they've got it down. they right. got a system. So They're real specialized. It was almost shrink wrap form, you know, Right. ready to go. Oh, I need the uh, deck model all 123. Yeah. Load that on the trailer and send it over to Paul's house. You got all the tools, everything ready to go. Their compressors built into the truck. You know, it's pretty awesome. And yeah. uh, so when I saw all that, I'm like, well, that's why I think, again, they're competitive prices. They're hard. They have hard workers. The Amish guys are great. And the yeah. non-Amish probably. I mean, they all right. seem to be... And, well, uh, and they're known so, for being craftsmen. Right. I mean, they, they pride themselves in their craftsmanship and they're working with their hands and so forth. And I, I was watching them. I mean, they were paying attention to detail. They weren't just trying to get through this as fast as they could. They were taking their time to get all the uh, reveals just right when they framed around the deck. And, uh, you know, it, it's just really done pretty well. It's not slapped together. Yeah, no, it looks great. It's the, where the board that goes up against my sliding door, they... Right. They scribe that perfect. It's just tight up against the door. There's no gap or anything. So uh, I don't know. I mean, I've only had this one deck built for me, so I have nothing to compare right, it to. Right, but it just right. seems like... You have my deck to compare it to? No, I mean, as far as <laughs> something that was built from a contractor. Sure. But it seems like they knew it, you know, they were doing it right. Right. So. Whereas me, how long did it take me to do it? Two or three months to do mine? <laughs> but that was just from, working Saturdays right. and a couple nights during the week and stuff like that. So anyway, and the other thing is the lighting... You know, we decided that way back in the design stage. I it had been so long because when I designed it, um, we said we want to go. Well, they were already backlogged three months or something like that. It was March, April, May, June. It was the end of June last week. They said. By the way, they told us last week of June back in March, and they were here the last week of June. Wow. So the schedule. Now it helped that it didn't rain a whole lot and things like that. Right. 
but it was pretty amazing their schedule and how they stay on their schedule. But you know why? They were actually a couple days late. I think they were going to be there earlier in the week, but they were there toward later in the week because their last client was an ePay deck and it was Oh yeah. <laughs> and they were yeah, it was taking a little longer to get it. <laughs> they do. They were they like, can. Man, what a pain. <laughs> I was talking to them. Yeah, tell me about it. So um in the end though, I would have done it again. So I'm really happy with it. We'll have to see in time how it holds up. Right. Uh, like any decking, it's like any uh, vinyl siding. It's going to fade a little bit in time. Any material that's outside sure. in the sun. I mean, the ePay, the, you know, I do have a, an oil finish on it and it, it fades out and I've got to renew that. So uh, it's about time. Now, let me tell you about a couple of odd things, things okay. you got to be careful about. They told me this in their, uh, in their, they gave me a couple sheets of care and they said, you got to be careful with certain things like rubber mats or mats with plastic backing, they can actually call, or react with the deck and cause it to have white spots. Um, they also mentioned that, uh, so if you put a mat like for your grill, you want to make sure it's material on all the way through on the bottom. It right, doesn't have rubber. Because that rubber stuff will react with the vinyl. Exactly. And what was the other thing? It uh, was bug spray. Bug spray, like <laughs> off spray or yeah. something like that. And I, my wife threw this aside. I just happened to find this today. I'm glad I read that. Yeah, because I guess it's got alcohol in it and that may dissolve. Yeah, the, the PVC. Now we don't usually use off. I don't think. I guess we do on occasion, but fortunately the bugs aren't too bad out there. But I'll have to try to remember that. But so be careful if you have synthetic decks, things you spray on it, and materials you don't, you don't want to stain it unnecessarily. Right. And the other so. thing is with any deck, is clean the leaves off. Absolutely, and they yes. because the leaves will when they get wet, they the oils. tannic acids yeah. and so That's forth will leach out of those, and they'll stain. It's really bad on wood, but they even say on the PVC, they say it shouldn't stain too much, but they still say get the leaves off. You don't want to mess right. with it; it can stain anything. So get your leaf blower out if you've got trees above your deck. So if I do get stains on this, they they say the worst case scenario if, if some of these other things they talk about crud cutter and spray nine cleaner. If that doesn't work or other degreasers, you could use a Scotch-Brite pad uh, and gently scrub it as well. Um, so you have to be careful. Other things that handle rust stains might work, but you always right, want to like try. They talk about in, in, toilet in, bowl cleaner yeah. or something like that for a rust right. stain. Yeah. Yeah. I might try that on my – I have some stain on my uh, vinyl siding. It's rust been, stain? Yeah. A sled was leaning against it, a decorative sled in oh, the wintertime. Yeah? It's got some rust. You know, I'm a huge fan of CLR. Yeah. That that gets rust out really good. They were a good band. Oh, it's a, oh, it's a rust uh, stain remover. I thought you were talking about the band CLR. No, no, uh, no, no, no. The cleaner CLR. Oh, oh, I thought. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, that'll clear, take the rust. It's not off. CLR. It's a CR Clearwater Revival. Is that what you're talking about? No, that's CCR. <laughs> CCR. That's right. <laughs> Come on, Paul. All right. Well, you're usually the guy who knows all the bands. If you have let's any go. questions about uh, PVC and you want to ask me, you can ping me or just. Send us a tweet, right, at a Handy Guys about PVC Cellular, and we'll ho I hope to get some. Uh, we'll have some associated pictures with this post, but I also hope to get some video up soon. Cool of this new deck. All right, all right. Thanks for listening. Thanks, Sam. The Handy Guys will be back next week. Same handy time. Same handy website.